Welcome to Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse, where we openly discuss mental health as practicing nurses and the reality of what it means in healthcare. We are your lovely hosts. My name is Carly. And I'm Ashley. And we hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse. I'm Carly, and today I have a surprise guest host with me. You guys may or may not know her as the founder and badass woman, in my so humble opinion, <laughs> behind Operation Happy Nurse, Shannon McPeak. That's hey, guys. How's it going? Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> we are blessed to have you. This podcast really would not have come to fruition if it wasn't for you. So we are here. So thank Stop. you. Stop. You're making me blush, man. <laughs> so she's joining me today as we start learning more about Reiki. As Ashley and I talked about on our intro series, this is one of our anxiety and stress relief things we're trying out. So we are here today with Laura Simpellin. Laura is a mother baby travel nurse that began at Northwestern in Chicago, Illinois, and through her career has traveled to San Diego and is now living in Boston. So it was in San Diego where she became interested in not only her own spiritual journey, but also Reiki specifically, leading her to become a level one Reiki practitioner. So we are blessed to have you. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love Operation Happiness. <laughs> so we can so we all I think we kind of met you in different ways, Laura, but we all Shannon, did you meet Laura at Purdue as well? We, no, actually, I met Laura in San Diego. Yeah, I, I think Carly, I think you and I were like in the same Gamma Chi group or something. I like, guess we were way, way back, way back. <laughs> back in the Sarash days. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like um, we all came together in different ways, but I feel like um, it's, you know, fun to have friends along the, you know, different places in the country and stuff too. Mm-hmm. San Diego. Yeah, it's like interesting to me how, and this is I'm not trying to get cheesy right away in this podcast, but it's interesting to me how people like come and go out of your life. Like we met each other way back when, and then kind of had the same friend group and then then Shannon met you in San Diego and then we were all like oh my gosh Boilermakers friendship <laughs> reunited it's kind of crazy the connection that like going to this like going to the same school or whatever brings people because you can find Boilermakers literally anywhere and there's just anywhere. that bond automatically yeah they're like everywhere I mean the school's they so great so it makes sense but everywhere. <laughs> I'm like do I need to join a like alumni club here in Boston like I don't know they they literally got out of march madness so fast so like there's no games i know that was so sad (laughs) yeah we don't need to talk about it we're a little i know i know i know know. not surprising and we're all in nursing which is like super cool too yeah Yeah. definitely it's so small at purdue too it's like 100 people in the grade it's a great way to meet people well, funny enough, I actually chose Reiki because of Laura. I, I sent it to you guys and said, let's do Reiki because Laura became a Reiki practitioner while she was in San Diego. So Laura, you want to tell us a little bit about that and why you pursued your Reiki certification? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so I have always kind of been interested in um, like the power of like manifestation and using like 
energy to heal and, you know, your aura and chakra alignments and stuff like that. And um, I kind of spoke with Carly a little bit before the podcast about this, but mm-hmm. um, through like reading things and then also like on night shift, I was subject to going on TikTok a lot. And I feel like it sounds so silly, but I felt like it was like curating because, you know, you like things and then it starts to curate the feed for you. And I was seeing a lot of stuff about like how to manifest and energy healing and things like that. And it really piqued my interest in it. And um, I had a friend reach out to me and she was telling me about how she had just had this really wonderful experience with a tarot card reader. And I uh, reached out to the woman that she had the reading from and I got one myself and she had talked to me kind of about how I had some unbalanced chakras or she could feel that. And um, like a lot of the things that she was saying to me were really resonating with me. Mm -hmm. So it piqued my interest even more. And I looked into like uh, getting my chakras aligned while I was in San Diego. And I came across um, this uh, woman in San Diego. She's specifically in Encinitas that she does energy healing through Reiki. Mm -hmm. And um, I like looked at her website and she actually had like seminars that you could become a Reiki Reiki practitioner. And I, the stars kind of aligned in a way that I didn't think they would, as far as allowing me to be able to attend one of them. Um, I like looked online and it, the the one that was going to be happening next was like in a week from then. And I was working a shift that night. So I wasn't able to go, but I reached out to her and I was like, I'm really interested in this, but I don't really know when I'm leaving San Diego. Um, Is there any way you could have one sooner? And she like texted me like a few days later. And she was like, I kind of put this out that I might want to have this class. And I already have five people signed up now, like a week later, which is unheard of. So like, this is really meant to happen. And so if you're still interested in this weekend that I'm available, then, you know, you can sign up and you'll get your training and it will be great. And so it kind of all happened in a way that was meant to be so Mm -hmm. I felt like I really needed to I feel like when life gives you coincidences or good opportunities the best thing to do is follow it and that's what I did and I got the training and I've like been using it ever since not only on myself but like friends and family and stuff and it's been honestly wonderful yeah (laughs) I feel like (laughs) I feel aren't you aren't you you have some personal experience with Reiki I've heard through Shannon is that true me yeah <laughs> uh, <I'm> like <laughs> um, no I I'm actually going to my first session oh soon. your first session yeah so I I'm actually my my usual co-host co-host um, was telling me she's actually has done Reiki before and she had a really good experience with it so it was make, making me very optimistic oh. I have never done it before, Got it. but I am ever since moving to California, I am trying to kind of dive into, I don't know, being more open-minded about things. I, yeah. I will say, honestly, I had some skepticism because I'm more of a, I do believe in, you know, physical touch and things like that. And so with the healing and everything like that through nursing and whatnot, but um, 
I'm interested to see I don't know how do you put that the like hands <laughs> what is that <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like, not... yeah so the things things that I found after getting training is that like a lot of people are very skeptical of it and I totally get it like it's it's not like normal medicine as far as what most of us know right and um the thing with Reiki though is that in order for it to work for an individual you have to be accepting of it Mm -hmm. so if you're getting it done this afternoon just definitely and I know you will but go into it with an open mind because then you'll you'll reap the benefits of it more if you do if you're not skeptical about it (laughs) I need that right now I was like this is perfect timing I had a rough day at work yesterday I'm like ooh, they're gonna be like you are very blacked off (laughs) yeah a lot yeah I want a lot of the time yeah I mean I can give you the um, name of the woman in Encinita. She's phenomenal. And she's like a Reiki master. So like there's three different levels of Reiki. So there's a level one, which um, allows you, which gives you the attunement, which is the process that you go through in order to be able to facilitate giving Reiki to anyone, including Mm -hmm. yourself. And then the second step is um, the ability to give Reiki from a distance. So like through the phone or oh. Um, oh I didn't even know that was you know, possible yeah so you can like give it from far away if you really want if you're if you're uh you know trained in that and then the third level is a Reiki master which gives you the ability to teach Reiki so there's oh, wow. three different okay, stages of it so, so I'm just in the first stage right now <laughs> when you get to that second stage though you can we can have our calls and you can perform Absolutely. some Reiki on me definitely yeah I'm, I'm sure that's <laughs> Nicole, yeah, middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. he's literally exactly. gonna just get bombarded ache, you know? with calls <laughs> yep that's what you helped me with I'm not kidding I had the worst stomach ache when Laura and I were together and she I I don't know like again Laura knows that I'm a little skeptical of it too but that being said I want to be open to the stuff I want to see and that's why I I suggested this for the season because I think it's important to explore all different types of healing, you know? And so right. Laura helped me with my stomach ache for sure. And in my head, I'm like, oh, well, well, maybe it was just distraction or whatever. But I did, like my stomach ache did stop when she was performing Reiki on me. So oh, I mean, cool. take it with a grain of salt or whatever, but it did help me. Still funny yeah, picturing it, her just over me though. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. It did help me. <laughs> Laura, I, were you? I actually, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, go ahead. Actually, actually, on that trip too, on the way home, like Reiki is just like anything else. That's a skill. You have to practice it to, you know, become better at it. And you know, honestly, just like kind of like meditation too. Like mm-hmm. you don't automatically you're not like a pro at meditating right away. It's something that you have to like consistently practice. And um, I, pr- I did Reiki on Shannon. And then the next day when we were driving home, our friend Kirsten, she was like, I have this awful kink in my neck. I can't even like bend my neck like to the left. Is there any way you could do Reiki on me? And I was sitting behind her in the car and we were driving home and I did on her for maybe like 10 minutes and she was like, oh my God, like I can totally move my neck now. And I was like, really? I was like, you know, I'm like kind of skeptical of myself because <laughs> I'm yeah. like, you know, like, you know, I'm still new to it. Right. I had just, I had just gotten the training like less than a month before that, 
but I mean, once you have the skill, you have it, but you know, I have hadn't had a lot of the time to practice and stuff. Cause you do really need to, it's best to do it in like a quiet place where you have like at least like 45 minutes devoted to it because then you can like do the full session and stuff, but okay, it does work in small doses too. It's just, I was like, wow, amazing. Like, I'm so glad that I was able to help you, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm, that's what I was going to ask you if, if you were ever skeptical at first as well, if it's one of those things you have to kind of live and learn, like, you know, like have more faith in yourself and then you, I don't know. <laughs> what I'm trying yeah, to no, say. I know. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I think it's because you kind of, when you're doing it, you want to focus on, um, you want to focus on being in the moment and not thinking of other things, just kind of like meditation. So um, it does take practice to kind of, you know, hone in on that and really, you know, focus on the person and, you know, giving them all your attention, you know? Okay. Well, Laura, can you pr- prepare you... me? Set the scene. <laughs> oh, what, sorry. Like, what honest... did you say? Shannon, go Do ahead. Do you think that there is a connection between like meditation and Reiki kind of putting yourself in the same sort of mindset? Like maybe do you think they work in similar ways? Yeah, I do. I think that like all of that type of healing, like um, whether it be like deep breathing through yoga, breathing um, or like meditation or Reiki, it all kind of uses the energy around you to heal you. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know, I guess I can kind of explain a little bit about like what the background behind Reiki is. If I don't know if that's like beneficial to the podcast or not, but, um, yeah, go into it. No, we love education. Okay. Okay. So, um, basically there's, okay. So let me, I'll just kind of read something that I have here that I like found really beneficial in understanding what it was. So there's like a life force energy. So all living things have um, this energy running through them called, which Japanese culture is called ki, which is life force energy. So whether it be plants, animals, humans, anything that's alive has ki running through it. And what, um, Reiki does is it takes the energy and it channels it through you to the person you're healing in order to help align the person's energy in a way that helps it flow freely through the body in a way that's beneficial to the body to help it either like break up any bad energy or just help like any body function flow better. So that's essentially what what Reiki is it's kind of channeling that energy to go to the place where it's in need in the body and then help those systems work in the correct way again if there's like a blockage or anything like that so are you essentially giving your key or your energy into someone else is that kind of what in order to help heal them did I misunderstand that (laughs) no so actually it's using energy like from the universe essentially okay so it's not it's not pulling it you're just a channel Mm -hmm. like a vector right for the energy so actually when you give reiki to someone else you're actually giving it to yourself at the same time oh cool okay because i was gonna say you'd have to be have everything aligned in order to do that 
Right. So it's kind of, um, it's not like an energy draining practice for the healer. So for me, it like, if I'm giving it to someone else, it actually usually energizes me because I'm giving it to myself at the same time because it flows through me to the person. Oh, that makes sense. yeah. So beneficial. We like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, that's so, so what's, yeah. the, what's the training like for it? Like, how do you learn that practice? So um, the seminar that I went to was a full day thing. It was like eight hours long. So um, it, the way that we were kind of um, all, we were in a backyard and the instructor, Marcella, she, um, we kind of went over the background of it and talked about that and, um, you know, just like educated ourselves on it a little bit more. And then um, we do, we did a bunch of meditation at the beginning of the, of the session. And then there was an attunement process where um, only someone that is like a Reiki master can attune someone to Reiki, I believe. Um, and so she had someone else who was a friend of hers that was also a Reiki master come in and help attune the class. So it was a meditation process where, um, the Reiki master came up behind you and kind of gave you Reiki in a way that was the attunement process, which I am not like, I don't have any, um, education on what they did specifically or what mm-hmm. you have to do in order to attune someone. Um, but that happened. And then the rest of the class was pretty much just practicing on each other. So it was a lot of practicing and kind of modifying and seeing the benefits that other people were getting and kind of talking about it and going from there. So oh. it was, a, it was a really cool experience, honestly. And it came at a time where I really needed some meditation I had like a lot of negative energy of myself going on and I felt so much better after the class honestly (laughs) because it came at the perfect time so more proof that it was meant to be (laughs) yeah that's what I'm trying to get out of this I need to expel that negative energy yeah and honestly a lot of the time like when I was getting it done um like it's so relaxing that sometimes you just fall like almost fall asleep while you're getting it done. It's like very peaceful. I think you'll, you'll like it a lot, honestly. Do you, uh, is there music involved? Is there any, you know, calming music or anything like that? I'm just curious. Yeah. So there's um, a lot of like when I do it to myself or to friends or family members, um, I'll use like Spotify and there's like a lot of really good um like Reiki specific, it's just like meditation music, mm-hmm. essentially. But uh, as far as Reiki goes, you're supposed to move um, your hands over the different areas of the sh- of the chakras. So to hone in on specific areas of the body, and you're only supposed to stay in each area for a few minutes. So a lot of the um, Spotify playlists and stuff have like, uh, it's separated so that way you know when to switch to the next position oh interesting so it's really nice because they'll have like a specific chime that happens in the song where you know to like switch to the next um, area of the body oh that's, that's really cool yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes they'll use um like if you're going to a, an actual place to get it done 
um, not just like a friend like me doing it. They'll probably have like all the stuff that like, you know, they have like sound bowls a lot of the times and Ooh. sometimes they'll use like crystals and stuff. Um, so it all just depends on the person that is healing you, whether mm-hmm. they have those things, but that's kind of my experience with the training. She had like sound bowls, which were really cool to use. And then, um, she also had some like beads and crystals and stuff that we also used. So that was cool. So do you think that it could be an effective treatment for stress and anxiety, even if maybe you are a little skeptical of the process? I think that, I think that in order to um, get the benefit from it, you have to, even if you're skeptical, you have to go into it with an open mind. Otherwise it won't work. And that's what I've been told at least. Um, But I do think it's like an amazing, um, like it's an amazing way for stress relief because like I use it all the time when I'm stressed out to myself. And even if it's like in a, like in like an outdoor, you know, like in public, if I'm stressed out, I'll just take a moment to myself and people don't even know that I'm giving myself Reiki because you can, you can do it in a way that's, you know, a little bit, you know, subtle, Mm -hmm. subtle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's been times where I've been really anxious at like, you know, an event or something like that. And I'll just do it to myself. And a lot of the time, I honestly will do it when I can't fall asleep at night. I'll give myself Reiki. And the next morning I wake up and I don't even realize that I fall asleep. You know what I mean? Like there's no like end point of it. I just fall asleep during it. So it is a really great way for relaxation. And um, I think that if you have it at your disposal, you should use it because it's awesome. So if you're doing it for only a small amount of time, like you said on yourself before bed, what chakras are you going into I know that might be a deep question but I know there's so many in the body and you said during a normal session because I know she said mine's an hour almost an hour and a half so yeah what yeah. specific chakras are you focusing on or are they different depending on what your needs are so I don't necessarily focus on specific chakras a lot of the times so with Reiki um a lot of the times you can feel the energy in your hands. So um, like your hands will get really hot over a specific area of the body if it needs like a help there, you know, okay. if it, needs, mm-hmm. it needs healing. Um, so <laughs> a lot of the times like you'll, when I do it to myself, when I'm going to bed, I'll just put my hands on my chest because for comfort reasons, you know, like, right. I'm, or, or whatever, whatever position is heart center. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't really put them over my eyes when I'm trying to fall asleep. Cause then it, I feel like I'd be distracted by that. And mm-hmm. you know, who sleeps with their hands over their eyes, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, but, um, yeah, but, um, for when you're doing it to other people, if you go over, like when I was giving Shannon Reiki, like my hands felt super warm when I was, I when know, I was that's over why her I was stomach. laughing. I was laughing because you were like, that means that there's like healing that needs to be had. And you're like, my hands are so hot. So apparently I had a lot of healing to be done that day. She's unwell. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was my stomach, she was very unwell. I, I have really bad gas, like, um, acid reflux and it makes me really nauseous so that night my acid reflux was just like out of control 
and I was in so much pain and oh. was like my hands are so hot and I'm like oh well, you know my intestines are hot too but <laughs> here we are <laughs> here we are <laughs> so yeah it's like a lot of the times um the energy the energy will flow to where it's usually needed, no matter where you are in the body. But a lot of the times you can focus in on specific areas if you're moving to the different zones and you feel that your hands get warm or you feel some sort of draw to that area. Okay. You can stay there for a little bit longer. Like you may find that today, like if in your session, um, they probably will give you some feedback at the end as far as like, Girl, you're um, messed up. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, maybe you need to work on this or something. She's like, you need um, to come back tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> but my the the uh, person that gave me the training, she um, she was telling us, you know, part of the training, she was telling us like her own personal experience with it and like how she got into it and how she's helped people and stuff like that and. She said that, you know, there've been times where she's healing people and she gets these like gut feelings or, you know, maybe her hands get warm at a specific area and she'll like, you know, tell people that they should like get that area checked out or something. And I remember, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she was saying that she felt like a very strong um, pull to a specific area in the person's body and they like got it checked out and they actually had like a tumor in that area of their body. Oh, so it's just like, you know, like she felt that the energy needed to be healed there or the body needed to be healed there. Um, And they got it checked out by the doctor and they ended up having like a tumor that needed to be removed in that area of the body. So it's kind of wild. I don't think not to doubt my own abilities, but I don't think that I would be able to do that at this point. But, you know, like I said, it's just something that comes with practice if you, mm-hmm. you get better at something. But yeah. yeah so with so, that being yeah. said, do you think that Reiki is something that might be introduced into a hospital setting, even if it's just for stress relief? Yeah, it actually is used a lot in hospitals. Oh, yeah, so I didn't know that. Um, it's it's part of regular patient care in over 800 hospitals across the country, in the U.S. Oh man, I didn't know that yeah. either. That's yeah. So that's I really actually, um, it's not really used in my field of nursing, just because mother baby is most people aren't like in pain a lot of the times. I mean, yes, post delivery pain, but not like chronic pain. Right. Um, it's used a lot in cancer patients during chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that when I was like in, I know when I was in college, I was like a nurse's aide at a hospital and I worked on a cardiac floor. And they, I remember then this was like way before my Reiki journey, but I remember um, them having people come in and do Reiki to the patients there. So 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 and that was probably back in like, uh, I'm going to like age myself, but like 2000, like 12, 13, 14. So it's is it Reiki practitioners coming in then or like nurses who are Reiki practitioners? 
or do it's, they outsource um, specific it? Let's... People, yeah, I think it's like specific people, maybe even volunteers. Um, oh, interesting. I'm not exactly sure. Like, you know, I'm not sure like funding behind it or whatnot. Um, but yeah, they definitely came in. They had signs that they would put on the door, like you know, please don't enter. Healing is in process and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's definitely used in the hospital a lot, and. I know that it's used in San Diego at Rady's Children's Hospital because one of our friends uh, talked about it to me once before. So I think it's used both in the adult and child realm of of medicine. So just because Carly's about to go get it done, and I know that you've gotten Reiki done during the pandemic, have they altered how it's done because it is so hands-on? How are they remaining safe? Like, how do we know when we send Carly that all is going to be well. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think that probably, I think if you have your own practice, that you're probably at, at a level that you can give it from a distance. Like I was saying, you know, there's different levels of Reiki. So um, yeah. I'm sure those people that were really in need or, you know, people that go to Reiki frequently, um, I'm sure that they got their they're healing over the phone for a hot second during the pandemic and then like in accordance with you know all the whatever state you lived in rules um people could open up their practices again and stuff like that but the thing with reiki which is really cool is that um it doesn't you don't have to be touched in order to uh to receive reiki you can you know you can hold your hands above i of above the person's body Mm -hmm. so you know as long as you're wearing a mask and they're wearing a mask and stuff like that I feel like it would be perfectly safe to do especially because it's you know it's kind of like laying down and meditating on the table and then they're just around you in the room in the space but yeah um, I definitely think it's safe to do now and um especially with so many people being vaccinated now it's like you're you must be vaccinated Carly too yes ma'am yeah, so exciting time, right? Exciting time. <laughs> is that yeah, ever, I, is, is Reiki something that you would want to do at the hospital per se? Yeah, so I like I haven't since I have become a practitioner, I didn't really ever haven't really had a patient that has needed it. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I think about if I had a connection with a patient to offer it to them. I think that if I was like a NICU nurse or something like that, it would be amazing to be Reiki certified because, you know, those crying babies at night or whatever it may be, just give them a little bit of Reiki, help them calm themselves. Mm -hmm. Like that would be amazing. Like not even asking for permission to do it because, you know, they're newborns and stuff, but um it's definitely yeah, so we, something I feel that like we kind of, I mean, we don't do Reiki, obviously we're not Reiki practitioners, but we do utilize like kind of um, boundaries with our hands and just hold them in like a fetal position to help soothe them and to help calm them. We provide, mm-hmm. like we provide touch to help soothe them. So although we're not Reiki professionals, I do think in some sort of way we are utilizing our hands to help soothe them. Yeah. Right. That's so awesome. Nursing is some healing. Yeah, (laughs) I just think that like anything that you can use to help your patients, like whether it be physical touch or whatever is just, you know, 
the more you have at your disposal to help your patients that are in pain or struggling is what you want to be using. So yeah, I hope to use it more in my practice, but, um, I haven't really had the opportunity yet. I've, I've only worked like, I think like a month now since I got certified. Cause I was off for quite some time in the middle of the winter after I got the training done. So it's still new to me, but I'm excited to see where it goes and I'll probably use it on babies in the nursery. Um, cause you know, some of them are very loud <laughs> Night when their parents are trying to sleep. They send them to the nursery. Listen, I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> well, thank you, Laura, for joining us today on happy hour and for teaching us more about yourself and Reiki. And thank you, Shannon, Miss founder for joining me as well. It was so exciting. Thank you so much, guys. This was great. And stay tuned, listeners, for we're going to have a couple more cool interviews going on during this series. And also, I will let you in on how my Reiki session goes. So stay tuned. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.